You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Orange and Blue Blood, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Let's begin with the action at the NBA 2K24 Summer League kicking off in Las, in Las Vegas in full swing. Knicks began play on Saturday, losing to the Sixers. Then again on Sunday, losing to the Nets. So what happened in these games? Well, you had Daquan Jeffries, a player who was on the Knicks roster for parts of last season. He was a standout in the first game. He did score 20 points in a 110-101 loss to the Philadelphia 76ers. He did not play uh, Sunday after suffering a hip contusion. He actually made a move to the basket and fell hard on his hip on an and one. That was a really impressive play in the first game. And I think that's where he got hurt. And that's why he did not play in, uh, in the second game. Knicks are apparently being cautious. He's listed as day to day. Meanwhile, other guys that maybe stood out, Charlie Brown, undrafted 26 year old out of St. Joseph's university in, uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, he's been the team's second leading scorer in these games. He's averaging 16.5 points a game, shooting a pretty good percentage, around 50%. Other notables uh, include Isaiah Roby, who is a former 2019 second-round pick. He signed a uh, non-guaranteed deal with the Knicks at the end of the 2023 season that uh, kicks into this season for about $400,000. Uh, he uh, scored uh, 12 points in Sunday's loss. Undrafted rookie Jalen Martin, the kid that played at overtime elite, previously played at Florida State University uh, High School for Charlie Ward, former Knicks point guard, former Knicks first round pick. He had 15 points and, and six assists in his second game on Sunday. So much better showing than his first game where he looked a little nervous. Meanwhile, the Knicks 2023 second round pick Trevor Keels struggling so far. He's averaging just five points on 30.8 percent uh, shooting through two games, averaging about two assists playing some point, playing some combo guard, but uh, not having much of an impact in these games so far. Overall, some leagues marked the debut of some high-profile rookies. You got Victor Wembanyama, who bounced back from a poor first game to score 27 in the second game. You had Scoot Henderson and Amen Thompson uh, battle in a game in that first game. Neither of those guys played because uh, they got hurt in that game, uh, in the second games, but both guys battling, uh, looking impressive in their, in their second game. Uh, Brandon Miller, who played against Wimbayama in the first game, has been playing out there. Also, some second year players. You got uh, the kid from uh, Jabari Smith from Houston, uh, who's been impressive as well. So, uh, starting with the Knicks, Tommy, takeaways from those first two games. This is kind of an interesting summer league because I know we didn't get to preview it much last week. But this is not a Knicks summer league team that has, like, you know, prospects that, you know, are, are playing significant minutes for the Knicks. Like, it's, you know, Kills who maybe got, like, a, a coffee and a, and, a, and, a, and a donut on the bench at one point during the Knicks season last year, but rarely played uh, Dequan Jeffries, who, again, also probably got a coffee, but not guys who are first-round picks, not guys who played a lot of minutes, not guys that are, quite frankly, expected to play a lot of minutes this year. So what, if anything, are you taking away from these summer league uh, games for this Knicks summer league squad 
Yeah, I think you were right at first, DJ. Like, it, these games have been tough to watch. You know, <laughs> like, I miss, yeah. I miss watching basketball games basically since the finals ended. And, you know, all the talk about free agency and all that stuff is great. But uh, love to watch some some actual hoops. Um, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, they have the, what we've seen has not been uh, overly encouraging. Um, as, as you mentioned, the Knicks only had – at one draft pick in the last two drafts that that's a second yeah. rounder, mid second rounder heels um, two years ago. Uh, they didn't have any draft picks this, this previous, you know, 2023 last month. Um, so, you know, yeah, there are other teams coming in with star power and when Bayana's and Scoot Henderson's and Brandon Miller's and all these guys that fans are uh, super excited to, uh, to, to watch for the first time. The good news right. is that means that the, the reason the Knicks don't have a lottery pick is because they made the playoffs last year and, uh, you know, they're on an upward trajectory and uh, it treated their other pick. But um, as far as who, who's in the building, you know, as, as far as who's we, who, who we have seen from a Knicks perspective, um, I thought Daquan Jeffries was the best player on the floor um, in that game Saturday. Uh, you know, he yeah. played well. Um, uh, in his, uh, you know, uh, you know, it, it, he's had a couple, as you mentioned, had a couple of coffees in the, a couple of cups of coffee in the NBA for a couple of different teams. Played well in the G League last year, averaged twenty points, mm-hmm. uh, shooting forty eight percent from the floor, thirty eight percent from downtown. Um, you could tell he just looked like confident and, and and established himself as kind of the the alpha male on the on the Knicks squad right away. It's unfortunate um, that he busted his hip you know, late in that third quarter there or that fall. Um, we'll see if he plays these games this week. Um, so that was in encouraging you know the Knicks just have 14 players on their roster currently um as it stands right now I think he has a legit chance to be that 15th guy um at yeah. least he'll have an opportunity to go into training camp and earn it um Jay uh Martin you know has been kind of a little bit up and down um which is expected 19 year old kid um limited competition playing in in the overtime elite um you know so it's but it's good to see him you know you see the flashes uh 6'6 Really, you know, I think he has a seven-foot wingspan, seven-one wingspan. Yeah. Um, dynamic athlete. Mechanics on the shot look pretty good. Um, he was just yeah. three of eleven. He's just three of eleven from downtown yesterday. Um, but shot looks smooth. Um, you know, all, all that stuff that you want to see. Uh, all those, all the, all that clay is there. Um, you know that that you can work with and, and potentially mold into a contributor. Um, on the flip side of the coin, um, uh, Trevor Keels doesn't look like an NBA player. Um, it's it's tough to say yeah. that. Uh, about a kid, you know, just a, a year removed from college, uh, relatively high, highly recruited player at Duke. Um, I thought the second round draft pick made sense from him. Um, they're trying to use him at point guard, so it's pro- probably a little bit out of his comfort zone. But again, he's six three, six four, um, so he's probably not big enough to play the two. Um, but he just doesn't, you know, hasn't made an impact. We'll see a couple games left. Um, you know, they'll probably bring him back to the G League. So, you know, we'll see if he can earn, um, you, know, you know, some consistent minutes there. But didn't look good in the G League last year. Um, so when you're not kind of, um, you know, uh, establishing yourself as one of the elite guys in these lesser levels, these lesser rungs of competition, not a great sign for uh, his Knicks future going forward. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not like there are a bunch of stars that were drafted behind him where you feel right. – you know, oh man, the Knicks really screwed this up. <laughs> like, because we've had that in the past. Like, there is no Nicole Jokic who was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial. It appears in this past 2022 draft. Now we'll see. Of course, these guys are all still very young players, but a lot of some of these players that were drafted behind them haven't even played in the NBA yet. So, um, but yes, I, I think Trevor Keels in many ways was the story for me in a negative way. I know he's super young. But he looks so far away from being an NBA player that 
you do wonder, given he's a second round pick, given the time frame for him to figure it out is relatively short. You know, it's not like you're a first round pick with guaranteed money coming to you four years in your league. So you can kind of work your way through maybe by the fourth year, figure it out. Like this is kind of the year where he kind of has to like show something. And I think to, to look the way he's looked in the summer league to start is a little disheartening. Um, again, he is so young, so I, I, won't, I won't say, oh, he can't be an NBA player at all. Do I think it will be with the Knicks? I haven't seen anything to suggest that that would be the case. He didn't really impress much last year in the summer league. Um, I didn't think, like, his – from what I saw, I didn't think he, he really stood out much even in the G League. Like, he wasn't putting up huge, huge numbers there at all. He was so, the seventh, seventh leading scorer last season. Right, right. So he wasn't putting up big numbers in the G League. Um, again, he barely got any time on the, on the big club. So – yeah, the Trevor Kills pick not looking great. It was not a pick I liked when it happened. I, I was not a Trevor Kills guy when he got when he when he got drafted. Um, so I don't want to say I'm shocked that he's struggling as much as he is, but I think what's gonna what's gonna have to happen is he's gonna have to find a role in terms of is he a true point guard where I'm just distributing and getting guys involved, which you would think given what he had sex with that dude, they would think that'd kind of be like that wouldn't be to his strengths, you know, because right. his strength is his ability to get to the basket and to get downhill. And if he is just a, you know, a floor general type guy, like, I don't know, you can get a lot of guys like that and guys who are much more equipped to be that role guys who are quite frankly, a little better shape to pick up guys full court and defend something that he's not able to do. So it's, it's a tough spot for him. Or is he a shooter or is he a guy just on the wing and he's a guy looking to make shots again, he's not a natural shooter. So, it, it, it's tough. He's one of those players to me that I talk about when I, when I break down draft, you know, foot, you know, content or do draft content and break down draft footage is that like, you can't have guys who need to be uh, everything and all things for their college team come into the NBA thinking that they can do that. Like Trevor Keels was a Jack of all trade to Duke because Duke was a team that needed him to do a lot, but you're not gonna get that many shots. You're not gonna get any opportunities playing next to Brunson and Randall and all these other guys that are better than them at this point. So hopefully Keels can, can turn around and play a little better. I think he can play better than this. Um, I, I think that he's pressing a little bit. So um, because this is I mean, he's playing really poorly right now. But yes, that that to me was one of the big takeaways, him struggling so much. I, I do think that Daquan Jeffries, it's tough that he only played one game because yeah. it feels like him, Roby, and I mean, Charlie Brown's been pretty impressive. I don't know where he fits in though as a wing. Um but I think Michael Brown are like the probably the three guys you look at and say, okay, these guys for that backup four role are probably the guys trying to get that last spot on the roster. Maybe Jeffrey can kind of play some combo four. Roby's more of a, of a traditional four. Those I feel like are the guys you really got to look at and say, okay, these are the guys that maybe can get a spot in this team and maybe even get some minutes. Right, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how it you know how it plays out. Um, but uh, you know, uh, as far as the the Keels thing, he has a, one thing going in his favor: the NBA increased the number of ten day contracts. Uh, I'm sorry, two way contracts from yeah. two to three guys per team now. So there's a chance, additional chance for him to stick on. But to your point, you know, he's getting at that point in his development. You know, a year plus from from the from when he was drafted there are just so many young guys that are fighting for these two-way contracts now they're fighting for these spots in the league these young guys coming out of overtime elite um you know guys that we haven't had a chance to see play like on the on the college level um, but scouts are at all these events uh, at the peach jams at the uh you know at, at these overtime elites at these g league night practices you know they these are these are the guys that that have a better chance of you know because you basically don't want to miss kind of that diamond in the rough 
that hasn't had a chance to kind of, you know, show his wares on the, on the national stage yet. So um, we'll see. Um, I thought Roby's played pretty well. I think that's the other guy that a lot of Nick fans yeah. were keeping an eye on coming in here. Um, you know, there was the report, uh, you know, in the days ahead that, you know, obviously, well, you know, the, the, he is the only other essential, true, uh, prototypical power forward on the Knicks roster as we speak. Um, so would he, you know, kind of prove himself uh, capable of handling minutes, backup minutes behind Julius Ran A lot of talk about Christian Woods still out there, even though he's obviously not a great fit with Tibbs and there's a reason he's still out there. And you right. do they bring in another veteran type guy, you know, with the Taj Gibson kind of space holder um, that can play 10 to 15 minutes, you know, and then, you know, spot start in emergency. Um, but, you know, Roby's a guy on their roster. Um, that, that, you know, would obviously get first crack, you would assume, at, at some backup minutes. Um, didn't play well in game one, was, uh, uh, you know, didn't make much of an impact, played better uh, Sunday night, um, you know, 12 and 6, and uh, knocked down a couple three-pointers, which was encouraging because, um, you know, Tibbs likes to have his four shoot threes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. The other thing to keep in mind with Roby um, – is uh, the post reported that he, um, you know, he's, he's actually just cleared by doctors uh, medically two weeks ago. Um, so mm. he's, you know, he had a pretty significant ankle injury uh, in late February, early March. I forget which one, but um, late in the season, you know, reason why he was let go by the Spurs and the reason why the Knicks were able to scoop him up and sign him. Um, so he was actually just clear. So he's, you know, he's talked about kind of just getting his legs underneath him, getting his conditioning. It's the reason he wanted to go out to Vegas. Um, so, you know, that's something to keep in mind. He'll, uh, probably get a little bit more of an extended run in the preseason contest if the Knicks don't bring in another big body, another four, uh, to take some minutes there. Yeah, Roby, I think, will be an interesting player. He was a guy during his draft that, you know, people looked at and said, hey, this guy, maybe he'll sneak into the first round or the back end. So um, he's, a, he's a guy that has been around the league for a little bit. He's been on a couple of teams now. I've got yeah, he started 60-plus games for the Thunder, so he's got some experience. Right, exactly. So, so it, I think – I think they want him to be that guy. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, only because it just leaves you so thin. Like, the Knicks are a team that don't have a lot of size coming off the defensive side, I, I, I heart. And if you are going with Roby as your pseudo four, if Randall, God forbid, knock on wood, there's some kind of injury, I mean, you know, who's starting at the power forward? It's, I, don't, I still think it would be Roby. I think it would probably be Josh Hart, I guess. But now you're yeah. become now you become a much smaller team. The fabric and the landscape of your team is entirely different. So I don't know. I I, I feel like there's something Knicks have to address more aggressively than, than than Isaiah Roby. That that's like the instinct I have. You know, Randall's been extremely durable, but you know, just feel like you're just kind of waiting for something bad to happen only because he's been so durable. Like I, I think kind of playing with fire, saying that we're going to go with two power forwards and one of them is Roby. I don't know. I, I would be surprised that I wouldn't be surprised because I think it, I think that's what they want. But I, I think that that would be a little scary, uh, to be honest. It's a dangerous situation. And that's I, I mean, you can kind of, you know, sketch out from scenarios, the direction, you know, direct the seat ahead. Um, that's that one would be tough to overcome. You know, if you don't have a legit backup, you know, at your position, um, you know, Brunson goes down for th three weeks. IQ can, can, you know, start, um, Grimes goes down. They have plenty of options, uh, you know, at, at, at IQ and, uh, they can slide Barrett down to two and put Josh Hart at the three. They just, they just have plenty of options. McBride can, can play some point, can play some two. Um, obviously Mitch Robb and Isaiah Hardenstein should one of those, you know, one of those gets dinged in the other one starts and Sims slides in as the backup um the right. one thing that they don't have now is is uh you know 
is, is a formidable backup for Julius Randle. And yes, we know he's proven durable, but um, you know, you don't like to go into a season without an insurance policy. And that's, um, you know, something that, uh, that the Knicks seem to be headed towards um, again, plenty of time. We still got, you know, two plus months before we even uh, head off the training camp. So they got, they got some time to address it. doesn't seem like they're, uh, they're motivated to do so, however. So you had the Knicks play, which was its own thing. Again, a lot of not great play. But then we had some great play in other places, one of them being the second game we saw from Victor Wimbenyama, a player that a lot of people were excited to see. First game, not so great. The defense was good, and he made some good passes, but he shot two for 13, couldn't find the touch. Was a little sloppy with the ball, hit the floor a couple times dribbling. It was not the greatest performance. Second game, totally different story. Shot was there, 27 points, dominant on both ends. What were your thoughts on the Victor Wembanyama experience over the weekend? You think obviously people are going to overreact one way or the other. You know, poor first game, he's going to be a bust. The great second game, he's going to be green. Um, you know, obviously the truth lies probably somewhere in the middle. Um, you know, it's just a lot of, you know, what we saw, you know, Wembanyama is the rare um, European prospect, this thing that we saw a lot of, you know, you, if, if, right. you, if you're on NBA Twitter, if you watch NBA TV streamed his games, like five or six of his games, um, the app, he was on the app. You could watch these games there. So this is kind of what we saw, you know, just an incredible mind boggling combination of size, um, uh, athleticism, handles, shot blocking ability, shot making ability, um, got up for the big spots, um, you know, good vision, uh, interior passing, uh, get his foot in the paint, kick out to an open shooter, not overly selfish, um, all that good stuff that, uh, you know, that makes him a generational prospect. Um, that said, I can't help but feel that kind of Porzingis-esque anxiety mm -hmm. around watching that when he falls when he when right. he gets to the ground goes to the ground those are the things that you have to worry about if you're a spurs fan you know eventually you kind of get over it you know he'll prove himself durable hopefully um you know you know starting his rookie season but um again that's what was my biggest concern coming in the history of nba players seven three plus and you know their feet and legs and knees and ankles um is not great so hopefully he's uh you know he's the outlier uh he, and he bucks that trend um, but I'd be lying if I didn't say, if I didn't gasp a couple times. Yeah. Anyway, I'm hoping that he'd be okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, the whole Tiger Woods Wentz meme whenever uh, yeah. Wimby hits the floor. Yeah, that I mean, it, it, it's striking watching him on the court against other NBA-level yes. sides, NBA-level strength. They might not be – they're clearly not NBA-level skill. We've watched right. that the last two weeks, two, uh, two or three days. But um, definitely the size and strength. So when you see him take those falls, you see him banging with some of you guys, like, oh, wow, okay, this is kind of striking because he is so thin. Yes. Um, so that's something you got to continue to follow, but I mean, his skill set is still unreal. I mean, I thought even the game he played poorly, a lot of that I felt was missed shots. I mean, yes. I felt like if he made you know half of those shots he missed, that 
you know, subpar bad game turns into a good game that maybe you say, okay, he needs to work on turnovers and stuff. Um, then the second game, though, you see those shots go in, and then he looked a little more comfortable. I also thought that the Spurs made an interesting decision not to play him in Sacramento. I think some of that had to do with some of the whirlwind travel he had been doing. I think that might have been a mistake, or that I mean, not a mistake, but I think maybe set him up for a bad first game in Vegas. Right. Let me say that. Like, maybe it was the right thing to do, but, like, you had a team, I thought, in that first game that was, like, you know, had some chemistry, kind of knew what they wanted to do, and then you just plop a seven foot yep. five unicorn. And say, hey, go figure it out with this guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got a whole roster of guys who are trying to make the team a Spurs team that has plenty of spots to fill. You know, yep. there's there's his minutes available. It didn't seem like the greatest marriage, the greatest ability to help to allow him to succeed. Uh, I like this positioning a lot better for him in the second game where they can seem to have a little more chemistry with them. I saw one of the players said that we were going to work harder to get him more involved. I'm sure, you know, Pop told the coach coaching team to tell the guy, hey, give my guy the ball. So um, so I, I think that that's that led a lot, I think, to his success, that he got a little more chemistry playing with these guys. The guys got a little more chemistry playing with him. And and then he, he had confidence, clearly. But, uh, I mean, the skill set is unreal. I mean, the, dri- um, the way he dribbles – the way he passes, um, and and the jump shot is is spotty, but like when he's knocking them down, I mean he's unguardable. And, and um, if he continues to continue that shot, he's gonna be he's gonna be a great player if if he can continue to to knock down shots like that. Definitely, and I think he will. Um, and shout out to Julian Champagne, St. John's product, who's looked great for. Yeah, them. he's played really well. Yes, Brooklyn's in the house. And and the other and the other thing about Wemby is there'll be other you know a lot of rookies will come in and put up huge numbers, you know. Um, and, and it kind of impressed folks that way. Wimbayan is the rare rookie young player that's going to come into the league right away, and he can go two for 13 and still positively impact right. your team, like, you know, contribute. Have they said he's going to play the other three games? Is he going to play all five games in Vegas? Have they said that? I haven't seen that. I don't, I don't I feel like they haven't really spoken much about the overall right. plan for him. Like, I knew the first game he was going to play. I wasn't sure he was going to play the second game. I know with me. Yeah, what I, the situation was going to be. Right. Um, so yeah, so I haven't seen anything yet. I, I think the Spurs are keeping it close to the vest. Right. I would assume we see him at least one more time. I would be surprised if he plays in all five. Agreed. Uh, especially after the last game. If he puts it on another good game, yes. I think that they'll just shut him down. Definitely. Any other players that stood out real quick before we uh, move on in summer league? I mean, I think Keontae Jordan, his first game uh, in Vegas, lit it up. And he was one of my favorites in this, uh, this year's draft. I think uh, a lot of Jazz fans feeling really excited about getting a player that I saw some people saying, hey, you know, this kind of reminds us of Donovan Mitchell when he lit it up at the summer league. And we thought, hey, maybe this guy could be the replacement for Gordon Hayward. And it turned out he was as a rookie. And I don't know if Keontae George could live up to what Donovan Mitchell did as a rookie, but 33 points in the first uh, summer league game in Vegas, very impressive by him. Uh, J- uh, Jabari Smith looks like an entirely different player. I mean, yep. this was a guy that was number one on my board last year. And he fell to three in the draft, struggled mightily most of last season. I don't want to just chalk it up totally to just coaching, but like I, it didn't feel like him and Steven Silas and that staff really knew how to like get the best out of him. And it, it was striking to me to see him, you know, in the first game where he's not being coached by that staff, the jump shot looks back that he is a beautiful shot that he was looked broken last year. Jump shot looks pure handles tight the confidence is tight he's shooting threes over james wiseman and telling the crowd this guy can't f with me on any level like we hadn't seen any of that jabari smith last year this is a guy that people thought could have been the number one pick i love that those are two guys so far that i've been really impressed by 
Yeah, uh, Smith is definitely the guy you got to start with in terms of standouts. Um, you know, for those fantasy basketball folks out there or those folks that collect cards or collectibles like Jabari Smith, that classic post-hype sleeper um, that, that didn't that, you know, people are going to forget about, you know, in, in yeah. your fantasy drafts and stuff like because he's not the Wembayana, he's not the, the hot name, he's not the, even the, the Bancaro, those type of guys, um, you know, but but he is he's the goods. And, uh, you know, based on his skill set, he's going to make an impact. Um, and, and the one other guy, um, Marquise Noel, um, Mr. New York yeah. City. Hey, there you go. Yeah, scored, he looks really good. 17 uh, against the Bulls in the, in the Raptors debut. He's a guy I, I keep my eye on. Um, been a fan of him since his college days. Played poorly in game two, but um, I was happy to see him kind of, uh, you know, show out a little bit in that uh, NBA debut. Yeah, he's one of the guys you just feel like he's going to he's gonna find a way. I yep. don't know. He's just the yep. way he plays, his tenacity, uh, his skill level. He's just yep. he's a tough kid. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a talented kid. He may be short, but he makes up for anything. The size stuff, he makes up for in all other categories. So um, I think he's been also, I agree, a uh, standout as well, especially in that first game. So we'll continue to follow the Summer League as things progress. 